Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So I have a, well, it's a little bit of a different topic today that I wanted to share with you that I think you will find interesting, if not inspiring. So our podcast for today is about oil and gas. I don't think I ever imagined seeing oil and gas at the prices we are seeing today. And my thought for today is don't give up on oil and gas. I, my friends, am a product of the oil patch. My father was a tool pusher. That's the name they used to call them. I think they're more popularly called rig managers on a huge semi-submersible drilling rig that explored for oil all over the world at sea. And he worked for several companies, but semi-submersibles are those ones that tend to float around instead of being in one location. And we were not wealthy growing up, but we always seemed to have more than we needed to get by. And when I was a teenager in the mid-1980s, we saw the first difficult times financially that I can remember as a family that depended on the energy sector. And the one thing we know about this sector is volatility. There are some really good times that we often take for granted, and there are difficult times as well. And what I want you to, well, I guess the, the point I have about that is when all is said and done, energy is a commodity. And it will always, always be controlled by a simple principle, supply and demand. And in that simplicity is the beauty of volatility. And some people love a simple Sunday drive while others love the roller coaster that scares the living daylights out of us. And oil and gas will forever be the roller coaster. It is beautiful for what it is just as it is. Now, my father did not have a college education, yet he developed a small amount of intergenerational wealth for his family that lives beyond his death 13 years ago. So how does a poor kid with no advantages accomplish that? Oil and gas has been just so good to my family and for my family. And I want to challenge those who curse the industry and threaten to abandon it or abandon it when times are tough. What the hell did you expect? It is what it is. It is the game. And that, my friends, is what makes it so beautiful. Now, the value in energy is the volatility. Volatility makes the most money. Volatility creates opportunity. Remember the wildcatters. These are the billionaire crowds that created, well, this wonderful and complex opportunity in this sector. And I love the book, uh, The Frackers. It's a 2013 book by Gregory Zuckerman, and he shares the careers of five entrepreneurs. George Mitchell with Mitchell Energy, who for years pursued the Barnett Shale against the recommendation of just about everyone in his company. The book also talks about Harold Hamm of Continental Resources, who developed the Bakken Shale Play. Tom Ward and Aubrey McClendon, 
the founders of Chesapeake Energy, which built the second largest natural gas producer through leveraged land grabs. And my favorite story in the book is of Sharif Suki of Chenier Energy, who originally built, and there's a great story behind this, built a natural gas import terminal and later converted it to an export terminal after the shale revolution drove prices down. Now these five people changed the world with oil and gas. And so many fortunes were won and lost in the shale revolution business game. And here's the, here's the point of this podcast. Opting for something safe is based on fear. If you don't want to play the game, that's fine. Just like football. Some people don't like being hit and the sport is not for them. It's cool. Don't hate the game. Play another game. As with energy, don't curse an industry that has always played by the rules of supply and demand. Many people took a big hit with this sub-zero oil, and some are ready to quit oil and gas. And we should always expect the unexpected. Nobody planned for this pandemic that compounded this problem. So remember, safe bets never make as much money as those involving risk. We are predisposed to fear of loss twice as much as possible gains. And that's according to Richard Thaler, who is a Nobel Prize winning behavioral economist. And we are in a low period for energy. There is opportunity when the price is high. Heck, there is opportunity when the price is low. The puzzle to be solved is determining what to do next with low, low oil prices that may stick around for a while. The coronavirus is an additional challenge that is impacting our demand for energy. And we know when demand, we don't know when demand's going to increase or how fast. We do know, however, that it will increase at some point. What goes up must come down. What goes down must come up. People are not going to abandon planes, trains, and automobiles. People need plastics. People need chemicals. An optimist thinks the pent-up demand, the global demand, will accelerate after this virus is controlled. A pessimist will think it's going to be a while before demand recovers. A realist will prepare for both outcomes. Our tanks are full for the time being. Our oil tanks are full for the time being. However, there is a large, a large global appetite. The global stomach will begin to rumble and it will, well, soon be ready to consume again. And I know that there are some of you that despise this energy sector. These people hate any and all forms of carbon energy. Let me remind you that life as we know it depends on these products. Almost all of the N95 masks worn by health professionals are made from fossil fuels. Here are a few more products that might surprise you. Vaseline, yarn, lotion, aspirin, crayons, ink, 
upholstery, clothes that we wear, the nail polish on your fingers, food preservatives, soap, trash bags, the heart valves that have saved so many, contact lenses, toothpaste, detergents. All of these products are made with oil and gas. Oil and gas are woven into the fabric of our daily lives. And this economy is going to become hungry again. Demand will increase. Just like night and day, oil and gas will recover. People will return to the lure of good money, small fortunes, and huge wealth opportunities. Those who curse it now and those who abandon it will return for the next round of pain that will eventually come as certainly as the next sunrise. So don't be so quick to badmouth this beautiful thing. It's complicated. It's feisty. It's dangerous. That's what makes it so amazing. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast as a way of, well, encouraging those people who are suffering economically because of low energy prices. And I promised you from the beginning that this podcast, well, we're just a little bit crazy. We're crazy enough to say things that other people want to say. We're crazy enough to do things that other people are afraid of. And folks, we are crazy enough to win. Until next time.